Hey, Neil. How's it going? Good, Kel. Thanks. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you. Well, here we are. Uh, this is going to be episode 11 of Two Dudes and Killer Tunes. Uh, so, you know, thanks for everyone for uh, for continuing to support us and listen and uh, follow along with us on this journey. Um, you know, first thing we want to talk about, and obviously you just heard on uh, the lead-in, uh, Sinead O'Connor just passed away uh, a couple days ago, which actually, one, is super sad, but... Also, I didn't expect it to kind of hit me as hard as it did, Neil. I don't know. How did you feel when you heard that news? Well, of course, I was sad because she was very, I don't know, awesome singer and performer. Um, we all know Nothing Compares to You by Sinead O'Connor. What was that, like 1988, 89? Uh, I, think, I think it was probably about 90. 90. Yeah. Um, w- Growing up, I was born in 77, so I was around 12, 13 years old when that song came out. Listening to it on the bus, because our bus to school had the radio on, and that was playing nonstop every freaking 10 minutes. Was so. it Scranton? Yes, yeah, Scranton, Scranton Middle School, yeah, and then Brighton High. But yeah, and of course, she had, you can maybe delve into that, her maybe other components outside of music. You know, she was pretty. Um, oh, she, I mean. <clears throat> she was way ahead of her time mm-hmm. first of all i mean i think has one of the best voices that i've ever heard and we we picked mandinka on the lead in because we just watched the uh video from the grammys from 1989 mm-hmm. um it was from lion and the cobra and she came out billy crystal introduced her and she came out all by herself as a 21 year old and just dominated that place I mean, I, go ahead. I just want to hear, you know, <clears throat> kind of hearing that first part. What was your reaction? I know. Well, Cal just played it, you know, just a moments ago, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I am getting shivers, you know, like I'm getting them right now, by the way. <laughs> and then I almost started crying too, you know, like it was sad. And uh, yeah, I mean, it just extremely sad. But then to just see that talent, I mean, she mm-hmm. was a once. Really, a once-in-a-generation mm-hmm. uh, talent in my mind. And then, you know, you mentioned, I mean, she had her beliefs. She spoke, <clears throat> you know, her truth. And, you know, people didn't like it. You know, and really her, her superstardom only was a small window of time. And it's, one, too bad. But, two, now, you know, fast forward 25, 30 years later, and everything that she stood for is everything we see now. And, I mean, she would be celebrated Mm-hmm. And you know, <laughs> right. later on in life, where she continues to make some great music. I mean, two thousand, she came out with uh, just an incredible album. I think it was called Faith and Courage. I think, yeah, or, yeah. I, yeah. You know, I'm horrible with names of songs, <laughs> lyrics, music, everything. So why I do this show, who knows? But um, <laughs> but no, she continued to really churn out great music. She would do tours and everything, and you know, even when she could have been like this person and she didn't want it you know at that time she did it for her own thing everything about her was her own and i like how you said that like now she would be celebrated you know Uh and um i think you put it on our page about her having that tattoo on her yeah the, the public enemy logo because yeah it was uh so we talked about Sinead in actually episode three mm-hmm. uh, when Paul was on because mm-hmm. 
you know, Paul's this huge fan of uh, female vocalists, and actually, you know, Sinead's probably my number one, and I think you too when we look yeah, back at it. Absolutely. And, you know, we talked about her career and how short it really was. Well, the superstardom part of her career, and but this documentary, it's called Nothing Compares. And uh, me and Paul had both seen it. I don't know if you've seen it yet. Mm -mm. But it follows her entire career from before she was ever famous up until, I think, 2000, 2001. And that's where I first saw that video of the Grammys. And I was absolutely blown away. And I had the same reaction as you. It was like, you know, I didn't remember how much I actually liked her. You know, and then I immediately started putting all of her songs in my, in my rotation. And, but that was where the, the clip, and, you know, she had the Public Enemy logo like painted in her head and I didn't understand why but then they get into it and it was actually the public enemy logo mm -hmm. um, and she put it in there to kind of stand in solidarity with Chuck D and Flavor Flav and you know the rest of them because they the Grammys didn't have like a rap category so mm -hmm. it was like her way of kind of sticking it to the man while she was up there just you know, I think that's pretty cool. It. I know. You know, a young, was she 21 at the she time? She was 21, yeah. I mean, come on. What it, were you guys doing when you were 21? Right. <laughs> we were probably sitting, getting drunk, watching the Grammys, <laughs> more than likely. <laughs> Amongst so, other things. I, you, know, you know, I just wanted to start out by giving a little, you know, um, shout out to, to Sinead. I mean, her career, her, I mean... It's a shame, absolute shame that she's gone. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, the one thing about these artists is they live on forever through their music. And you Absolutely. Know, the for those of you that haven't really listened <coughs> to or have never even heard of her, aren't even really aware, go out and, and definitely get some of those songs. And, and I think uh, you'll be pretty surprised at what you hear, you know, if you've never really listened to her before. That's a good point. I think that m most people don't, they, and we talked about this, but they don't, they know Sinead O'Connor as nothing compares to you. And actually, that wasn't even her song. Or it was her song, but Prince wrote it. She owned, let's put it that way, she owned that she song. She owned I've it. I've seen Prince sing it, and there's nothing, nothing compares to the way but that all uh, Mandy Ka that we just played, and... All well, the songs on that and, and the, the first two say, albums. You know, the one thing everyone knows her for, either you know her for Nothing Compares to you or you're on the other end, you know her for tearing up a picture of the Pope on right, Sunday Pope, Live, yes, which, yes. you know, in the grand scheme of things now, I mean, I'm sure a lot more people would do that, if, mm -hmm. but they wouldn't get canceled for it. You know, mm -hmm. they wouldn't have, like, the whole world want it, you mm -hmm. know. Stuff like that seems to happen every single day. You forget about it, you move on. Um, she, like I said, she was just way ahead of her time, you know. Right, right. And and you know, we're definitely gonna miss her. And actually, I read, um, true or not, you know, that she was actually going to be starting working on more music and planning a tour, you know, for like twenty four. But uh, so I, one thing I know, one of <coughs> our supporters, Aaron Powers, out there, mm -hmm. uh, she commented back as well. But she actually had a chance to see Sinead. Um, at the Little Affair years ago, so I never did, and I know you have. No, so. no, I haven't. And it's one of those ones that we'll never have that chance again, you know. So, little, little shout out, A little dippy dip. Yep. So, moving on because we do have other things. Uh, another shout out, Garrett next door was able to uh, definitely help out the old man with his tech a little bit. Um, <laughs> 
we had some issues with the Avery episode. Uh, great, great video, great audio, but the problem was they weren't actually together. So. Great content, yes. Oh, yeah. Everything yeah. was good. So, but no, uh, Garrett was able to help us out. Appreciate um, you, Garrett. Gave us some other tips and stuff that uh, we'll probably take on with us for season two we can't get out of ourselves yeah here. we're garage still we might make it to oh, the penthouse yeah. which reminds me eventually um, <clears throat> um update on the t-shirts uh since uh we talked on the avery episode we um we still have some out there so out of those original five there's still a few to go so that's the update there and um, um and i apologize if we've delved or said something about this but we appreciate the people who do have the shirts that are wearing them and out in public. Absolutely. Oh, um, yeah, that's it. Yeah. So last week I sent you a picture. That's right. Yeah. So we've had actually a couple of two dudes uh, in Killer <laughs> Tunes merch sightings out there. And the first was... Merch sightings. Um, actually, episode seven guest, John Shack at uh, the Incarceration Festival. Mm-hmm. And he wore it, I believe, when he actually saw Limp Biscuit. So it was like the full circle moment for him. Totally doing which it. Is for so the awesome, Nucky. you know. Oh yeah, he totally did it for the Nucky. <laughs> and uh, so then, but the other one, which is I, I thought super cool too, was uh, Charlie. Yes, uh, he was actually the out of those five. Yeah, I think he's our our one and only sale so far. <laughs> So shout out to him, but no, he was at, um, I believe, a graduation party mm-hmm. yeah. of another friend of ours, uh, Tree. Tree, yeah, yeah, Tree, love that guy. Yep. And uh, but there's a picture floating around. Charlie's sporting the shirt with a couple other guys there, so it's super cool. Charlie, um, we appreciate you, brother. One hundred percent. Two dudes right there. We love the supporters, <clears throat> absolutely. Um, so Neil. I think we kind of covered all of our administrative type business. I think you had a topic that uh, was was pretty interesting and made us do some thinking and soul searching. (laughs) Yeah, so there's a ton of bands out there, right? And bands that you maybe aren't proud to admit that you like or maybe you're a closet fan of them however you want to say it um and so i asked cal you know what 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 are a band that maybe you're not like too proud to like and you're like oh man i really like like a couple of songs but there's a lot of songs that are like garbage right well that's the thing i I don't like any shitty bands right no (laughs) i mean i guess i no of course we all have those ones right where you're like yeah, I don't really like them. But then, like, if you're alone in your car and it comes on, like, you're totally singing it. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it gets they you amped come up. Come with a banger and you freaking uh-huh. turn the radio up and you're like, hell yeah. Uh-huh. And then when they get to a stoplight, you turn it down and you can roll the windows up. All right. <laughs> um, so I asked Cal and then I, was, I, I, I said this and I said, one of mine is the band called The Offspring. Now, don't get <sighs> mad at me. <laughs> I know. Again, all of you are going to be like, oh, I love oh, yeah. The Offspring. Oh, we just heard, like, the clicks <laughs> of at least ten things turning off. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, <laughs> they're deafening gonna, over they're here. They're going to just be mad <laughs> at Offspring. All right. But 
I love the offspring. Mm-hmm. Aside from, you know, a couple of songs, you know, but So you are a pretty fly for a white guy. Though, yes. So. so like there's the one song. I think song they wrote where, that for you. Yeah. yeah so there's exactly. the one song where I'm like, mm, all right. Mm, I, pretty fly for I mean, not a huge fan of that song, but I think it was their album after. It doesn't matter, but The Kids Aren't Alright is a great song. So <clears throat> This is my take on the offspring, right? Go ahead, I, please. From when, like in the '90s and that, when they first came out, at least you know you're aware of mm-hmm. aware of them when they, you know, hit the Midwest, and um, <laughs> I, I couldn't stand them right out of the gate. And mm-hmm. Pretty Fly for the White Guy pretty much did it for me, and I was like nonstop on the radio yep. and MTV at the time, and I'm like. And he had the stupid hair with like the, mm-hmm. and it was awful. Yep. And so fast forward, you know, twenty some years, and I'm in the car with you know Emily and the kids, and that comes on, and I immediately change it. Not on my playlist, by the way, uh, on the local radio. <laughs> and they, Emily and Kennedy, both, like, what are you doing? Like, what do you mean, what am I doing? That was the offspring. And they're like, yeah, we know. <laughs> I'm like, you guys like that shit? It's awesome. I'm like, oh, my God. So, you know, I, I let it play. But then I think it was the one you just mentioned, the kids aren't all right. Yeah. Fast forward hour long, and I, I think it was just me and Kennedy in the car, and that song comes on, and I never sing. Sometimes I actually like whistle the lyrics, which is super weird. Yes. I kind of hum them, you know, and and I started doing that. And then he's like, "Oh, you like you love the Offspring now?" Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ah, you know, so well, no, it, even with the Offspring, they still have at least that one. I'll yes. call it killer tune. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna, you know, that's stretching it, but still, no. But one that if it comes on, I definitely will listen yeah. to it for sure. In and again, we're not hating at all. I think all bands have their, I guess, what you would say, killer tunes and everything, but they're, I think they have more than just that. And they have like, I mean, and now they're playing on like 98.7, we're in Detroit, Michigan here, and 97 yeah, yeah. plays them and everything, yeah. and I'm like, and they play different songs. I'm like, all right, I can jam to some Offspring, but I've been a fan for a bit, and, whatever. And you know what? Hate me if you are, love me. We do have a few... Probably stations in Detroit area that would would play it, mm-hmm. and the nice thing is they don't always play the same thing over and over. Right. Which right. when they first came out, that's all they would do, and mm-hmm. then they would play the next one over and over. So it was like you never actually, yeah. you know. Um, so is so, there a band that you? Well, the first one I went to immediately, <laughs> and um, it actually was funny because it just came up this week earlier. Um, it was uh, a post by another podcaster and i don't remember who put it up there i tried finding it but the question was around what is your favorite spin doctor's song that is not two princes or little miss can't be wrong or whatever or right or whatever it is unreal my response was oh they have more than two songs (laughs) right you know and actually He's like, well, you know, yeah. He goes, I've heard that before, or something to that effect. Is but check out um, Jimmy Olsen's Blues, and then Shinbone Alley. Uh, hard to 
something. I forget. But anyway, Shinbone Alley and Jimmy Olsen's Blues, and they're pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know, like I listened to it. I added them to my playlist, so then <laughs> I started playing them earlier, right? And I'm like, hey, what do you think of this song? <laughs> yeah, I like that. I'm like, Spin Doctors. <laughs> and I immediately did the same thing you did. Yeah, no matter what, you can find, you know, one. So I will say I've kind of become that a little more right. of a Spin Doctor song because you, and again, it. It hit me wrong from the word go, and for me, I just become almost like a snob. Like, I don't even get right. a chance and that, from there. That's, you know? that's the thing. And, and you got to learn to kind of let that shit go, mm-hmm. bro. You sure do. You, yeah, you sure do. And that's a, all these bands that, I mean, so we were talking to your daughter about Motley Crue. She's like, I like oh, the Motley yeah. Crue songs. And what was the, what was the one song? Smoking in the Boys Room? Yeah. I don't think Which isn't even their song. Yeah, which isn't even their song. But everybody's like, yeah, I love that song. I'm like... That's probably a terrible song. It's awful. And Motley Crue has a bunch of terrible songs, but yeah. they have a bunch of bangers too. Right. But I think that's with the band. And, and we've said it before about being a musician. Well, you mentioned another the one that thing. you're not proud of, but what was it again? I think it was Blink-182. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's kind of one for me too. Like I, I don't want to – I'm not really a fan, but mm-hmm. I mean I've definitely heard some of their songs that I'm a fan of. And we've had John Shack on the show. I think you said episode seven ish. Mm-hmm. Ish. It was seven. Yeah. Um, Unbelievable. We're on eleven now. Yeah. Where to go? <laughs> me and Shack and a bunch of the boys from UD went to, and we actually saw Blink One Eighty Two. Oh, you did? Yeah. Yeah. Um, at Cobo Hall, it was like oh, the ADN X Fest. Or oh, something. yeah, that's right. Yeah. I think we might have talked about that, but yeah, that was we, that was yeah, a rough, we did. That was a rough day. We did for a, <laughs> a hot minute. And then there's one band for me where I'm like, dude, I freaking like Blink One Eight Two. And we were talking again to your daughter earlier, and she's like, I hate Blink One Eight Two. I'm like, right. I don't hate them, but I freaking don't love them either. But I I find myself jamming to their songs. So well, they, uh, <clears throat> so they just kind of got back together. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I know they did a, uh, did they come s- to Detroit already? I, th- yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, no, they already came to Detroit, yeah. but, uh, they, I'm not going to go see them in concert or anything. You know what I mean? No, like, but they did, a, they did a big set in, uh, <clears throat> at Coachella. It was like one of their first times back and then oh, they God, launched I their tour you. or whatever. I bet you that. And was, actually, uh, those people love that was this year. And Jason Hebert was there, <clears throat> so he saw the actual Blink One Eighty Two coming back, like kind of just. Terrible. So what did I mean? We we're gonna have, hopefully have Hebert on in the future, but what did yeah. he say about that? He said it was uh, awesome. It, I mean, he's. I think he's now gone four times and has already got tickets ready to go for next year again right as well. Now. It could be who knows? Could be five and six or whatever. But no, he said it's like a whole different world out there. Uh, I mean. I talked to him earlier this week, and he said it's like you could do just a whole episode just talking Coachella. We should. And, uh, God damn it. We should be going to Coachella. So, you know, that's something that we need to talk about, right? So, mm-hmm. Right. I don't want to talk about any more shitty bands that we don't Yeah, we're really, done. That we, well, that's shitty bands. I'm sorry. They're not shitty bands. Of course, they're good bands that have some very good songs. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So, actually, we... Picked up a little guest here, it looks like. Neil, who you got there with you? I think this is Phoebe. Phoebe's my biggest fan, of course. Yep. I'm a big fan of hers, too. But Yeah, Phoebe's pretty sweet. Yeah, Phoebe, Phoebe is a really cool dog. <laughs> she actually made an appearance in episode one, again, mm-hmm. when it was just me and Neil. Yeah. And 
Ichan actually called that out. Yeah. Like, literally, drop the episode within 10 minutes. Hey, you know, 5.30, check it out. Someone enters the screen. It's her fucking nose. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> so, we want to get away from not the shitty bands, but the bands that, you know, for some reason we held a grudge against that we're now are, we're more open to. But we're going to move on from that. Yes, we're definitely moving on from so, shitty bands. We talked about, you know, bangers, right? Killer tunes. Mm-hmm. And we have some concerts coming up. Now, first let's focus on the ones that me and you are going together. Um, we got two lined up currently. Mm-hmm. Potentially a third. We, we need to get you that Ben Harper ticket. All right. You know, me, you, and uh, Maxie should be going to that also. That's fine with me. I'll, right. do, I'll do Ben Harbor. All right. So anyway, first we got Smashing Pumpkins, which is at Pine Knob. <coughs> That's going to be a sweet show. I've seen them quite a few times, but only one other time have I actually seen them at Pine Knob. And you've probably never seen them at Pine Knob. No, I have not seen them at Pine Knob. No, because no. that was actually uh, Lollapalooza in 94? 94, I believe it was. Yes, it was. Because it was supposed to be... Nirvana was supposed to be the headliner. And then... Kurt Cobain passed away. No. Yeah, it was 94, I think. Anyway, Kurt Cobain passed away. That was when the Pumpkins took over to be the headliner. With uh, Beastie Boys, Tribe Called Quest. Mm -hmm. Tribe Called Quest. Well, go ahead. It was just... I mean, to me, that was probably the best one. Mm-hmm. Like, having Beastie Boys and Pumpkins together was amazing. That was the only time I've ever seen them at Pine Knob. Every other time has always been, uh, well, indoor venue, with the exception of Come Alive last year, which um, I don't expect any Pumpkin show to ever probably match that one. No, that was a good show. No, it was a great show. I and mean, we hadn't seen them forever. Mm-hmm. You know, it was the first time that I'd seen uh corrigan eha and chamberlain together mm-hmm. since they've been back because i didn't i know they did a tour like through lca and they even opened up for guns and roses mm-hmm. you know but so pumpkins is when that is september 6th september 6th. so this is where you know you <clears throat> had mentioned just in the other spot was oh man we need to like go to coachella right <laughs> we were just talking about uh blink play in there and I totally want to get there. You know, I I could see either going into a Coachella, a Bonnaroo, yeah. you know, Lollapalooza, I mean, right in Chicago. Might as well. And one, just go for the experience, and it's going to be awesome. Two, uh, you know, do some sort of show or something from there or document it for however long we're there. Yeah, I definitely think so. Yeah, that's what we talked about, though, for the Pumpkins, uh, September 6th. I, th- I still think we do it. I think I am uh, actually going to take some time off of work, uh, use some PTO, as they call it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think we get down there early, uh, get a good parking spot uh, to do some tailgating, set up the table, uh, just like we are right now. Mm-hmm. Um, we're mobile. Uh, you know, we can make this shit happen. 
and just uh, kind of observe, uh, get ready for the show, and you know maybe catch some fans walking by. Oh, I think that'd be cool. <laughs> not fans of ours, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I mean, no. fans of the Pumpkins, of course. <laughs> but no, I want to start kind of doing more of that. And you know, the one thing, you know, let's stick to this show. When we, but when we walk inside those, you know, through the doors, I mean, I'm no longer a two dude, you know, working man. I am 100% fanboy. Total right? fan, yeah. So, <clears throat> you know, we always talk about covers on this show. Uh, we always talk about killer tunes, whatever. And I mean, we've talked to death, drowned by the pumpkins. One, of course, I hope they play it. Um, but if they don't, we we heard it in May. Yes. But some of the the covers I know they've done in the past is obviously Landslide by mm-hmm. uh, Fleetwood Mac, um, which is on one of their albums. I think it might be Pisces. Um, and then I've also heard a cover that they did of Cinnamon Girl by Neil oh, Young. Neil Young. Uh-huh, which would be super sweet. And I think they also did a cover, and these date back to almost like the late 80s, I think. Of uh, oh no kidding, Venus and Furs I believe by Velvet Underground, so you can find them on you know Spotify like they're not like the deep cuts on some uh-huh. of those old albums you know some of the old sessions or wow. So it's, I mean of course we'd love to hear those, but the one I didn't even know that, and I don't know if I've told you about this song, but I posted about it a while ago. It's called Crawl, and it's from the Gish sessions I believe. And it's just, remember when we saw it, uh, Kemba Live, it was just Billy Corgan and James Eha doing Tonight Tonight. Mm-hmm. And this song is actually just Billy Corgan and Jimmy Chamberlain playing like a John Bay drum. And it's called Crawl. And oh my God, Corgan on the acoustic, Chamberlain, oh my, I would love to see them play that. I've been <laughs> trying to like blast it out there uh-huh. but that, that would be like a super but that'd be so cool you know like how often do you see like the drummer come out and just like the two of them it's funny that you mentioned that um <clears throat> about when i think I, if i've said this before on a podcast i apologize in an earlier episode but like it don't matter because you they, know what there's a good chance that no one's ever watched it before <laughs> so this will be the first time they hear you say it but Dave Matthews <laughs> was being interviewed by, let's just say, Jay Leno or whatever, you know, like, and they said, Jay Leno was like, so what do you say when somebody says, play freaking Freebird or play, you know, obviously that's not right. Matthew's song, but play, you know, and Dave Matthews goes, no, I'm not, play- <laughs> I'm not playing that. Why not? Because you just said that. You <laughs> just screamed that. I'm not you playing You ruined it for everyone. Yeah. And it's funny mm-hmm. because... <laughs> so. <laughs> You brought that up during the pumpkins. Remember the yeah. show we went to? 2007. <laughs> yes, it was yes. at the Fox. That's exactly what he did. Yes. Remember, he was so pissed off because people kept, please, so please, zero. He was please so pissed. Zero. He and was finally, so he was like, all right, motherfuckers, mm-hmm. here it is. Now I'm out of here. And mm-hmm. You know, it was basically, you ruined it for everyone. Yes, totally ruined it. Right. Because they don't understand how concerts work. He's going mm-hmm. to play that song. He will play it, you fucking fucks. <laughs> Sorry about the swears, but he's going to play. They're going to play the songs. Don't scream. Absolutely. Freebird or whatever. Uh, what do you want to scream? I know. Idiots. I, there is a so, uh, there's so many people concert there. courtesy that you must have. Absolutely. But whatever. If you Absolutely. dicks want to keep doing that, whatever. <laughs> yeah, keep it up. Keep it up, mm-hmm. pal. 
Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we also, <clears throat> I mean, the only other confirmed one we have is Porno for Pyros, mm-hmm. which one, I think, well, we're going to that with uh, Shaq. With Shaq, yeah. So th- that's, you know, that's the other thing I love about this show so far is, one, we've reconnected with some people, but now, like, every concert I'm going to, which is six now, like, I'm going to with someone that's either been on the show or will be on the show. Um, you know, Maxie we're going to Ben Harper with. You know, Kennedy, Avery, me and you going to Pumpkins. Mm-hmm. Me, Kennedy, and Avery going to Greta Van Fleet. Me, you, and Shaq now going to. I love that. And I love, you know, how Shaq and, and Nathan went to the incarceration. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, was, it all started here, you know. And that's, you know, what. What what keeps you going? You know, That's, well, one it's just fun, but no, it's like fun to is. see that have the reconnection, go to shows. Mm-hmm. Now you have more experiences, and and you see it kind of almost lights the fire under some it other. It absolutely people. does. And um, I'm on Facebook, and so I, I I see a lot of things, and I know I know the concerts series and whatever is going mm-hmm. on right now, and I love seeing everybody like, oh, I just went and saw right this show and that show, and I'm like, oh my gosh, it, we're I think it's um, popular in every state, but, I mean, of course, we're in Detroit. We're in Motor City, or not in Motor City, music, not Music City, but we're Motown, right? Motown. <laughs> yeah. I'll get that Third right. Third time's charm. Yeah. We got it there. We got there. But we took the long way. Us in Detroit, <laughs> we love going to going to shows, and everybody else does. I get it, but, I mean, I love There's how... There's something about Detroit. I, like, all our friends are going to shows every freaking weekend, whether oh, it's, it's country, insane. rap... Rock and roll, indie. I mean, it, I mean, Beyonce I was just it. here last week. I love oh, it. And <clears throat> one thing we didn't touch on, uh, <clears throat> I forgot to mention earlier, was the uh, Ed Sheeran show. Oh yeah. So I mean, you saw the video, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. With the the collaboration with Eminem. Yeah, Eminem came on. Eminem came out, and I mean, let's put it this way: the Lions have never made that play sound like that. <clears throat> Maybe that one game against Chicago Bears on Monday night. I went to that game. That was super loud. But yeah. other than that, I've heard that it was the loudest. It wasn't heard. that Monday night Jets game when they lost by like 47 points or whatever. <laughs> they were going to kill them. It's going to be a great start to a year. That was the opening. Oh, but, yeah. <laughs> but, yes, that injury, I've, John, under your point, it was the loudest anybody's ever heard in field. I mean, that is a once-in-a-lifetime thing, you know, and I think you did, like, lose yourself and then stand or mm-hmm. something. And uh, I've seen the actual, like, really good video because there's some videos out there where people actually did it with their phones, but there's an actual really good video out there, and, oh, my gosh, goosebumps. I mean, right now yeah. I'm like, oh, my gosh, those fans are going nuts. Well, remember, <clears throat> like, God, this was a long time ago now, but uh, – <clears throat> Was it Jay Z and Eminem did a show at Comerica? Mm-hmm. Elena went to that show. Mm-hmm. I mean, and uh, she went with John, uh, episode two guest, our first guest. And uh, I bet you that was amazing. Oh, I mean, because that, that was, was probably there. like all 10, 15 years ago, yeah. for sure. Approaching 15, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, to see Eminem live, I mean, you don't, you don't get too many chances nowadays. No. So most people got a treat for and sure. And Jay-Z. I mean, Jay-Z, they'll, they'll make their oh, yeah, appearances and stuff. The, but the one with Ed Sheeran, I mean, those people got a treat because there ain't any time soon, you know. The last time we saw him was, what, Super Bowl, I think, you know, on a, kind of a 
a grand scale. So that was super cool. And <clears throat> actually, the the coolest thing about that too, though, with Ed Sheeran was the night before he played a show at Royal Oak Music Theater. Yeah, you know where Ben Harper's going to play. You know, just a small. You know, was it about twenty five hundred people, maybe or something? Gosh, and I just want to say I apologize. Not apologize, but I I hate that the ticket prices are so freaking high. I know. Well, I think. We're going to get past that. <laughs> you know, this whole it's economy inflation. No, it's definitely you know, a hurdle, man. It's and It sucks, but I'm glad that there are still people out there that can't afford it are going to the shows oh, and supporting. You know, and you know what? And that is 100%. I mean, tickets are insane. Mm-hmm. Um, it effing sucks. You know, and it, well, and it's funny because the um, <clears throat> the amount that I paid for a Pearl Jam ticket for the lawn was the most yeah. I've ever paid for a concert ticket in my life. And he's really old, right? I'm really old. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And I'm not including Hamilton in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it was the most expensive. But they were the ones that were fighting the hardest, right, about keeping tickets. And it's not their fault, right? It's the it whole aftermarket not. thing. Especially when you're only doing a you know a small you know like twelve city tour or whatever. Um, you know it's like funny because I was talking to uh, talking to someone just yesterday, and they had mentioned that uh, their wife had gone. Uh, actually, it was Garrett. His wife went to uh, Taylor Swift, and another Jason Hebert went to Taylor Swift as well. But mm-hmm. point being. No idea what they spent on their ticket, but in, like in my mind, I know their prices were insane for Taylor Swift. But if me as a fan, like if I paid five hundred bucks for that ticket, she made it worth it because you know she played like three and a half hours, played like forty songs. Like cool. I could actually see spending that because that is like a once in a. Mm-hmm. But to pay five hundred bucks to go see you know some band you know play you know hour and a half and whatever just because oh yeah we've been around or whatever you know i it's for me it's always been more of a quality over quantity with concerts Mm -hmm. and don't get me wrong i've paid a lot like i said for pearl jam i mean i played quite a bit for coldplay with me and then we went and saw them in cleveland but to me that was like her favorite band, it was a weekend trip, you know. So you like right. it's an experience. So you know what, you might pay a little more, and you know what, it was worth it. Like I'm not a Coldplay fan at all, but I mean that concert is like you know every I've song. Seen it's high twice. energy. Have you really? Yeah. Yep. I've seen Coldplay twice. Where at? I think it was the Palace both times. Palace of really? Auburn. Did Hill you ever go with Pickler? Yeah, I went with Pickler once. Oh, did you? Okay. And then. I think I just went with some other friends. I think like, oh gosh, I, well, I don't, I don't want to. Oh, his his, but, his other friends, the the more sophisticated. Crowd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These are my like men's league soccer friends. No, they're not. Sophisticated. I think you're no, the farthest thing from sophistication. <laughs> I know he's talking about. I think we went, but yeah, I think. Uh, no, yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, I actually. Yeah, I remember. I dragon? actually bought it. Yeah, it was Dragon and uh, Adam. Quitter? Was it Quitter? No, Dragon no, and Adam. Stank. Biking. Um, Biking. One of the... Uh, Neil McGill? No. No? It was one of the... Uh, I, I forget I'm just shouting out names of but like I five remember people. I, bought, I, bought, I, actually bought, <laughs> I actually bought a ticket for one of the guys that I... I come on, let's go. I think there was like four of us. 
It was a hundred dollars actually for a Coldplay show. Oh. Freaking over seventeen years ago. Well, whatever. What but the they're putting like really what good. What were the seats like? We just had. We did not get main floor. But we yeah. just had uh, seats um, lower bowl, if you will. But then they had both shows that we went to. Coldplay would like pop up in the middle. Yeah, of yeah. They did that in Cleveland. It's pretty cool. I uh-huh. mean, I don't know. I thought. It was, Again, there's maybe something we touched on earlier about a band that I mean, I'm not. That would have been a good one. It's Coldplay. I'm not like a huge Coldplay fan. I'm a, maybe a class, but they have plenty yeah. of good songs. You know, that's and they have plenty that, of terrible I, songs. I would always. That's how Coldplay started out with me. Mm-hmm. Like I was like eh, Coldplay. They, you know, <laughs> and then all of a sudden you hear more and more, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, they're right. And then I didn't go to Coldplay in Cleveland because I wanted to. Mm-hmm. I did that because. You know, I think it was in February, so it was probably like our uh, anniversary thing. You know, a couple of weeks later or whatever. And but I actually, spent a weekend in Cleveland, and I gotta say, shout out to F in Cleveland. Fuck yeah, Cleveland. We stayed right downtown. Spent a whole weekend there. You know, the casino right down there, and mm-hmm. you know, walked to uh, you know those Quick and Loans Arena at the mm-hmm. time. It's probably Rocket or whatever now, and. Uh, then they have like down right by the river the stadium and really nice actually you know and then also cleveland's got the rock and roll hall of fame which just had a um 50th year celebration for hip-hop celebrating hip-hop and you know who was there was the king dmc oh yeah what up because uh dmc actually was inducted in the hall of fame i want to say back in is either like 2007 2009 if i remember right so him and i believe chuck d were there and then i think they're actually doing something else now together in like park city utah there's something going on and they're going to be on the stage together dmc and uh and chuck d, chuck d. i mean Hell how yeah. sweet would that be like two of like the uh, Literally OGs of rap. I mean, mm-hmm. not original, original, but I mean, right. as, far as, I'm, as far as I'm concerned, right? Yeah. Not you know, that was early '80s. Come on. Right. I mean, I don't even know if Sugar Hill Gang's around anymore. I mean, so. the early hip, uh, what? Yeah, hip, 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 hip. I mean, that was. <laughs> I, I wish Jeff Thomas was here right now to sing it. Oh yeah, he, he would sing every <laughs> word, word or D Man. <laughs> D Man. If you look close, it says Gary's Hideaway back here somewhere. <laughs> All right, so what other shows we got? We have Porno for Pyros coming up at the Fillmore. Mm-hmm. So one, that's, for me, super exciting because we're main floor. And, like, my favorite venue used to be the State Theater. It's now the Fillmore Detroit. Um, so it's a theater. Perfect for sound. We're on the floor. It's, it's Perry Farrell. I've never actually seen Porno for Pyros. Have you? No. Okay. And I think last weekend we were talking about yeah. it, like, oh yeah, they play they play Ben Cot Steelin, right? And you're like, no, that's Jane's. I'm like, oh shit. Right. All right. Pets. Pets. <laughs> and actually, uh, Porno for Pyros. And what is it like uh, Tahitian Moon yes. or something like that? Yes. Yeah. And to be honest. Um, I saw they were coming, and Shaq was like, hey, you want to go? I'm like, hey, are you buying tickets? I got Venmo. Mm-hmm. And then we were going, but I had to go back and look. I'm like, I don't even really remember what they played. Well, I, I remember, remember that. Pets, and that was about it. Well, I, I remember, remember that album. For I, I remember the album. I had sure. the tape. Yeah, yeah. And that whole tape, whatever album. Shit, sorry, guys. What was the name of the album? I don't know, but. It was just, I think it was just Porno for Pyros. Yeah. That album is good. 
That was the one song. Yeah, absolutely. But I don't know if they did they have more than one album. I don't know. <laughs> you know, that was one of those things. So hopefully, where, they play some James. Right. I'm <laughs> <laughs> throw one in there, right? Yeah. I'm sure they probably well, I think, will. I think Perkins. I think the drummers in Porno for Pyros with him. Mm-hmm. I want to say there's at least him and you know Perry Farrell and at least one other. And I thought it was the drummer that's in <clears> Porno for Pyros, but it's going to be awesome. I think it'll be great. Yeah, I mean, main main floor, floor. absolutely. So, I mean, that is, I mean, that is me in my early 20s. You know, mm-hmm. like, I remember going to the State Theater, being main floor, muscle, you know, not muscling, but, you know, you work your way up. You do. Well, if you want to muscle, you can, but I was you never. I was, you know what? I was never a crowd surfer or never a mosh nope. pit guy. No, no. I just wanted to enjoy the show. And be up there. Right. And just get as close as possible. That one. Right. You hold on. <laughs> when you're just getting low, you tuck. You and tuck. And so then, it over the top. And yeah. then hopefully you get right to the front stage and you have your... Absolutely. And you're looking up. I think you mentioned that in one of our earlier episodes. You're like, oh my gosh, I was right there. <laughs> and I think the last time <clears throat> I actually did that was, you know, because I'm an old man. I'm just happy to be in the fucking building at that point. I'm happy <laughs> to be standing on my feet, right? Six feet above, not below. It's always happy my I motto. Made it here. <laughs> and, but no, when years ago, me and Emily went to see Rusted Root in Maumee, Ohio. And, you know, we we're like, Grandparents had the kids. We drove down to Ohio the day of. We stayed in this hotel in the little venue, which was like for autism. So they just set up a stage in like the strip mall. Oh, yeah. So we stayed in the, the hotel, literally walked about maybe 200 yards, and you're at the venue. And as we're on our way down, I know I've mentioned this before, but again, I'm it's sure. It's a great no one story. Heard it. I've heard it. A bunch of times. Go up to the hotel, drop our shit off. You know, we're amped. We're like, hey, let's go. We can have beer. We can, you know, <laughs> get this going. You know, <laughs> so we head down. We're gonna walk over, and the elevator door opens up. I look up. I go, hey, Michael, how's it going? He's like, good. And you know, not very extroverted, I'll say. And uh, and Michael is. Well, I say, oh, hey, yeah. uh, you know. We're actually heading down right now to go see you. And we saw you a couple months ago um, in Cincinnati at the Taft Theater. He's like, it's a really nice venue. <laughs> I said, yeah. <laughs> I said it was really cool because, you know, been, it's a really nice been a fan for, you know, decades. And now I'm, you know, brought my family to the show. He's like, yeah, that's awesome or whatever. <laughs> so, all right, we get down. The door opens up and... He walks away, and Emily looks at him and goes, who was that guy? I'm like, uh, that was Michael Glavicki. He's the lead singer of Rusted Root, the band we're going to see right now. She's like, oh, I thought you worked with him. <laughs> so, but anyway, that was like that the story. last I love that story. I know. So we go down, and it's literally, they like have a little like fence set up, and it's at the strip mall and it's in a grassy area it's starting to rain we go in and it was like 12 bucks to get in which i is love the strip mall <laughs> and and you go and you had to get tickets to uh um get, get your beer beers, or whatever yeah. right you know and we had like 20 bucks or whatever got us like four beers right, right. which one sucks well, right mm, whatever well because it was one of those things way back when you actually had to have cash so we had, like, no cash, hardly. We're like, four beers. I mean, rusted route. We're not driving. So we go out, and we start from afar. We're watching. And all of a sudden, 
I feel like this person kind of like wedge in between me and Emily a little bit. And some <laughs> chick. Look back. And I just kind of like, what the F's going on here, right? And all of a sudden, she's muscling me out because she's hitting on Emily. <laughs> <laughs> really? I've got no idea. She's just watching. You're like, I'm like, what the hell's going on, right? So I kind of like inch up and over a little bit, and she finally, I think, figure out. Oh, they were actually together. Looks at us and goes, "Hey, do you guys want my drink tickets?" Fuck yeah! Hell yeah! <laughs> so we ended up with about six more beers, nice, which is cool. Nice. But anyway, by the end, like, well, I'm like, we gotta get closer. And we worked our way up, and we ended up over by the speaker, which, oh my god, you just felt that. Just mm-hmm. like, I love that. But we boom, ended up, boom, we boom, ended boom, up, boom. one person behind the stage, like the people in front of us had their beers on the stage, and it was Russ Rue, and I mean, they were just fucking going to town, and that was like. 2012-ish or so. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they were really still just... Yeah, I love wrestling. They had, uh, I think his name was Preach or Preacher or something on drums. He was awesome. But... Russell Root, you need to come back to Detroit. Absolutely. I haven't seen him in a while. Absolutely. I used to go see him every year. They come to San Diego every as well. Year. Every year. I love him. So, the other one... I mean, Porno for Pyros, who knows? I mean, we know some killer tunes we want to hear. The ones oh, yeah. we know by him, obviously. Oh, yeah. I've never seen them live. And I believe Shaq said it was something like 25 years since they've actually toured or something. I bet. Um, mm-hmm. And I remember when I saw James in <clears throat> November, I was talking about it at our draft at, at uh, Paul's house. And stepbrother Kevin was like, oh, Seriously, James Addiction's coming. He's like, I've seen them like I don't know how many times, and Porno Pyro's coming. I'm like, really? Yeah. I'm like, like I was never a huge. That was the thing. Is like I was never a huge James fan. I always loved their music, but I was like, I never. They almost hit even before I realized they were good. Mm-hmm. You know, and by that point, I'd already moved on, and they were kind well, of done at that point. Well, and there were other yeah. bands that you were like, right. I want to see these bands instead of. So of one of the ones that you're not going to is Lumineers. Yeah. And but we talked your killer tune for them. You loved just last year when you did see them. Stubborn uh, love. Stubborn love. I mean, it's a classic. I mean, it's awesome. It's a really they have good so time. many. The, it is just a great environment. It's a good time, and all their songs are just. I, I mean, can't believe how simple. Like it seems so are. simple. It does. You know, it almost makes you think, "Oh my God, I could be a, a mm-hmm. superstar." And I think that's part of the attraction with them. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, they're they've. It doesn't so have many, to be all this complex work yeah. on stuff. It can be just a simple, and all the pieces work together. And they have and so many amazing. songs with names. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how many more gosh darn names are you going to come up with? And yeah. then uh, they're all the same songs. They're you can't hear it, but he's jingling his change right now in his pocket as mm-hmm. he's bitching about that. <laughs> <laughs> so the one you are going to go to is Ben Harper. You need to go. Yeah, I'll go. Um, and he actually has, <clears throat> well, he's got so many killer tunes in my mind, right? But he's also had a very good track record of some pretty cool covers. 
I mean, you go back years, I mean, he covers Marvin Gaye's sexual healing, which is, like, to me, awesome. You know, it's it's the old tune, but it's got more of kind of that twist on it. You know, Ben makes it his own. He's also known for the Faded with Whole Lot of Love by Zeppelin, mm-hmm. that medley. And I've actually seen that one. And, oh, my God, I mean... Depending on which show you see, that thing can last probably anywhere from about 12, 13 minutes to about 18 minutes. But, oh, my God, <laughs> just jams on it. But he's, I've noticed he, uh, he's he got a kind of a newer medley that he's been playing, I think, during the European leg of his tour. And it's uh, Amen, Omen, which is his yes, tune. you mentioned that. A, I don't sing, mm. but it, uh, along with knocking on heaven's door, um, which obviously Ben Dylan, Bob Ben Dylan, Bob ben. Dylan, Ben. Yeah, you guys know Ben, right? You know Ben. He actually does it Dylan. better than Bob. No, Bob Dylan. Bob Harper. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Bob Dylan's uh, knocking on heaven's door. Some people may think, no, he don't sing that. Guns N' Roses does, but welcome to to history. Um, <laughs> welcome to history. But, no, I, I'm kind of hoping he plays that when we see him because I, I watched the video. It's super cool. And have you been contacting him and say, hey, I, you better be playing that? Well, <laughs> just I, like I tell we, you what. Just I, like I, we I said, don't, don't be that know, guy I think, that well, says I play think we'll be knocking on his door for an interview. <laughs> yes. Of I course. Would. No, but the absolute one I want to hear, though, is I know he did uh, – Indifference, yes, by Pearl Jam with Eddie Vedder in the past. Like they did a collab with it. I would love to just see him pull it out as a solo. I mean, it t- it's totally in his wheelhouse. The super slow, the acoustic. Um, he's done it before. Which, I mean, either way, it doesn't matter what he plays. Well, it's gonna right. be amazing. I'll say something. I've seen Blues Traveler a bunch of times, and. They play all the hits, you know, uh-huh. and there's one song that I don't think he's played or they've played very, li- played live a lot of times, and it was called Sweet Pain. Oh, I love Sweet Pain. Sweet Pain is probably one uh-huh. of their best songs, probably yeah. the best song. It's one of, that one in uh, <clears throat> Mountains Win Again. Yeah. I oh. like that too, by that as well. Oh, they play that song, but Sweet yeah. Pain, they will not. Play. Really? I've only seen it live on like YouTube like once back in like '93. You know, it's funny though how you bring that up. Like, <clears throat> some of these super rare things we talked about Ed Sheeran and Eminem, mm-hmm. and I'm just going to tease us right now. But uh, when I was talking with uh, Hebert last week, uh, he brought it up. You know, thinking about like the Eminem and Ed Sheeran. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, he wasn't there either. But he sent me over some of the collabs that he's seen in his day and and i can't wait to talk with him uh, yeah. when he's on here about it so there's um, there's songs that you you know you want to hear but they just won't play him and i think that's a very personal song i think it was it's about you know and a death and well, a you, family or I friend remember you, you talked know, about so. this uh with rust and root mm-hmm. that they never play anything off of like the yeah. remember cd or this or that mm-hmm. and I started thinking, I'm like, I wonder if sometimes it depends on who the members were at the time. Like, was right, it more, right, heavy right, yeah, we, more heavy writing yeah. on this person? We or, talked, you yeah. know, and they're no longer with them, so. Yeah. 
but uh, and it probably again we're not artists we're not musicians maybe it doesn't feel right you know and they're yeah. like, i don't even want to play it no and it's you funny know? another topic we got with hebert is he's going to see aerosmith so he's actually the one i went to my very first concert with <laughs> yeah. which was aerosmith and and joan jett at the palace of auburn hills in 1990 i was 15 years old and um he's going to Aerosmith but he's not going to LCA he's going on to the <coughs> west coast in LA mm-hmm. and he's been chasing an Aerosmith song live his entire <laughs> concert career right. and he's he's already checking you know he's going to check set lists and everything else to see if it makes it on there but uh, this could be his last you know it is Aerosmith's final final tour so it's a bunch of BS <laughs> I know. Hey, is there? I mean, we're kind of winding down here. Um, is there any concerts that are coming up that you have your eye on? And I didn't have anything really written down. Um, I don't think Sting is going to be in concert soon. No, no. Um, but Fuck of Sting. course, yeah, right. Like you are just waiting. You have all your alerts set. So the second he announces it, you'll be front row. Front row. Right. Now, you know who I saw was coming? Danzig. Mother! Dude, dude. You know who will be front row for that? Yes, but I forget the name. Grad Zicky. <laughs> <laughs> Remember? You would always Mother! And then there's the street sign right by Paul's old place. And this is always what Grad would say. How the hell do you get there? Well, you turn left at Mother! Because the street's name was Dancing. Dancing yes. <laughs> and we always wanted to steal it, but I don't know. We're 25. Yeah, we're not going to fucking make, steal a sign. You make a turn at Mother! <laughs> <laughs> I'd always shit myself. You say you don't have a good voice, but that, you can say mother pretty good. Really? Go again, one more time. Mother! Nice. I need you to come in after, though. That's Tell all I got. Not <laughs> all right. Um, <clears throat> really, I didn't have any other concerts. I mean, Jesus Christ, there's so much on our docket already. Yeah. I know Beyonce was here last yeah, week. Yeah, I think um, I had a lot of people from work go to that concert, loved yeah. it. Was it uh, like we said? Uh, <clears throat> uh, Ed Sheeran was last week. Yep. I mean, hell, I'm, I'm excited. For, I mean, concert. It, it is the concert. It's, it's, season. So it is kind of you so, know, it's our concert season's coming mm-hmm. up. Um, July was very dead. Even June, for right? sure, we didn't do anything really. But uh, like I said, we got. I got six lined up. You got three lined up in the next few months. Uh, it's going to be a blast. Yeah, and hopefully we'll record on. Yeah, the, you know, I, I think I think for the pumpkins we do no matter what. Yeah, right? we're going to be a pine knob. Yeah. You know, tailgate put a little bit. Put some snippets on there, or whatever you guys call those me, shorts or whatever. Me, Kenny and Avery, that'll be you know the two hosts and two guests. Um, Sweet. Oh, we do have you know, actually. That'll have already happened when you see this, but the Avery episode is coming out yeah. in a few days on August 1st. Right, right. I'm super excited about that one. Um, yeah. I don't know. All I got to say is it uh, continues to be a blast. Absolutely. I'm kind of sad that I can see the light at the end of the tunnel with season one wrapping up here shortly, but 
Uh, it's been fun. We continue to kick ass in Clarkston. We love Clarkston kicking ass. And if you guys don't know, then you don't know. But Clarkston, check out Pine Knob. If you ever want to see a great venue, great show during the summertime, you should hit Pine Knob. And uh, that's where we'll be at least a few times. And this is just a little, not like a wrap-up, but this is not a wrap-up at all. This is just a show. We don't have a guest. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, you know, schedules change. No, this is just us kind of checking in. You know, had some topics we wanted to talk about. Yeah. Um, You know, we wanted to make sure we did our quick little uh, tribute to Sinead, yeah. uh, given the events over the last couple of days. Um, you know, and we will definitely be having, uh, actually, probably our next guest might be Hebert. Mm-hmm. Um, so, which would be a super exciting show. Yeah. I mean, he's got, I mean, almost like 500 shows he's been to. I, know, and, I can't believe it. And he's like, well, should I bring, like, my book of stubs? I'm like, well, why wouldn't you? Of course, sure. yeah, bring we it. We can put mean, it right there. Yeah, I mean, just going through that, I mean, would be mm-hmm. just like a travel through history, you yeah. know. And uh, it'll be interesting to catch up with him. Um, we still got to get uh, Keith back on, stepbrother Keith. Yes. Um, obviously, it he was did. a shame that uh, we couldn't, couldn't be recording with him, but uh, life he, does get in the way. Yes, and, he did text me, and he wanted to know if, you know, Am I still able to? I'm like, um, yeah. No, we, we don't. We don't blackball anyone. Don't worry, Keith. You'll be on like season four or five. We got you all <laughs> lined up already. No, nah, no, we'll have him on hopefully in the next couple couple weeks or so. Yeah. And uh, I mean, Neil, great job. It's been fun actually. Yeah. Uh, just too. having one me and you again. Yeah. You know, to, to catch up and um and see how things go it was but, cool we didn't really put many notes down we no. did, but then we just kind of free balled this and yeah hopefully you guys liked it yep all right cool we will see everyone next time when it will be episode 12 and that w- well no no episode 12 will be hebert and then yeah, we'll follow is, up yeah. yeah we gotta get uh we'll have to get keith in on, on the back end there it's know. fine then we'll still do a wrap up. Doesn't really, yeah. It doesn't yeah really, we'll still do. We'll still do a wrap up. We'll you be know, fine. Especially, be, you know, it'd actually be kind of cool because we got Hebert. We'll do Keith sometime early September, and you know we can do ours after the Pumpkins, Greta Van Fleet, and Pearl Jam shows. Sounds good, man. Yeah, uh, that'll just be me and you. We'll kind of do our thing. We'll be, uh, we'll see how our maybe our little experiment goes, tailgating. And yeah, I will report back from Pearl Jam, which will be the first time I've seen them in decades, uh, which is super. Exciting. Yeah, I can't so, wait. You're gonna get some videos. I can't wait. And then that. in that sandwich, the meat of it's gonna be Greta Van Fleet with me, Kenny, and Avery, which I mean, couldn't right. ask for a better experience either. So. All right, Cal. Neil, it's been awesome again. I'm really glad to continue to do this with you. And, you know, going out with Sinead again, um, you know, so sad. So, everyone, we'll see you next time. Hang in there. Later, bros.